between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Um, let's, let's open our Bibles. Um, tom- tomorrow is um, Reverend's birthday. That's my father in the Lord. Um, I just want to tell you guys. So, <laughs> Amen. Um, sorry? Isn't today the 7th? No? Today's the 6th? I'm ahead of it's on Friday, okay. Praise God. I'm already, I'm already ahead. <laughs> Amen. But we, we thank God for him. Um, thank God for um, everything the Lord has, has done in us through the grace upon his life. And, um, uh, you know, God, men, men are, ministries are actually men. You know what I mean? Uh, so, um, thank God that um, he's a vessel that the way the Lord has led him. And um, we know everything that we are enjoying today is because of the grace that he found to lay down his own life. Um, and he's still laying down his life. First of all, he laid down his life for, for decades to, to become a vessel that they can put the weight of this kind of um, calling upon. Praise God. Um, and also, he's still laying down his life, constantly laying down his life for us. Uh, you know, he's wanting to have dealings and enjoy the dealings by yourself. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, so he didn't have to, uh, you know, um, and, and thank God for his heart, the heart that he has. Um, I just, this year, I just feel so, um, so much celebration in my heart for him. Praise God. Because sometimes you need to, when you've, when you've journeyed the beat and you look backwards, then that's when you really appreciate um, some of the things that seem, um, I remember when I, it was 2011, praise God that I think my paths crossed with, with daddy. And I, was in, I was in Waterloo then, in uh, Waterloo, Ontario here, but I was, ba- I was based in Winnipeg at that time. So I was still in school. Uh, but I had to do like one year of internship. So I, I left school for a year and went to Waterloo. To, I was working, I was working at Blackberry then, but. Uh, um, it was it was a year of dealings. <laughs> Praise God! But it was a year. Well, it was very clear to me that the Lord was um, kind of separating me from because I was in Winnipeg. I was very um, involved um, with church, a lot of you know, ministry, you know, young adults and all of that. But that year, I, it's like the Lord had to he had to separate me to take away all the noise, you know, from. Uh, around me and all the distractions. So I was just walking. It's a very simple life, just going to work, 
coming back home, you know, the, the church I was attending then was very simple church, you know. <laughs> Canadian, you know, Canadian churches are simple. Uh, but so I was, I was just nothing, doing, I was doing nothing there. I was just making pancakes for the young adult ministry. That was my job. <laughs> I make pancakes and then sometimes, um, I think on Wednesday, was it Wednesdays? One of the weekday evenings, they do like outreach to students where they cook and, and serve a dinner. So I, that's, that was my service. Just simple life. <laughs> that 2011. But I didn't know that that year was, the Lord wanted to just take away the noise and prepare me, praise God. And um, I, I had, um, the Lord really helped me with Kenneth E. Hagen. Daddy Kenneth E. Hagen that year, the Lord said, just keep listening to Hagen. Only Hagen. Just. So for months, I was just feasting on Hagen. Praise God. Until, uh, I think it was later, later in the year. Uh, I don't want to go into too much, but... <laughs> Are you said? <laughs> no, this is not the message today. I just want to... I just want to, just to share a bit of my celebration of, of Reverend with us. Praise God. And so, the, I think what happened then was, um, to cut the long story short, I, I was moved into... <laughs> I was moved into a season of great dissatisfaction. Great dissatisfaction. Because at that point, I felt like um, I had journeyed to the, the fountain of the word of faith. Because I started with many word of faith pastors, different word of faith pastors over the years that I was being blessed by. But I eventually arrived at Daddy Hagen. And I now said, ah, this is where the pure water of that thing is coming from. But when I got to Daddy Hagen, I began to sense that there's something else about this Christianity <laughs> that is sometimes, and I, I, I sense, I used to sense it more in that he, you know, when he talks about his life, his life and just family, things like that, I sense there's a hidden life behind Christianity just beyond the usage of faith, praise God. And um, I didn't know what it was, so I, I entered into great test, great test. I was dissatisfied in my heart. But, but long story short, I mean, some prayers, time of waiting on the Lord and all of that. And then the Lord told me something. He said, I will show you great and mighty things which thou, which thou knowest not. And uh, shortly in fulfillment of that, very strange circumstances, I just, I landed on um, daddy's teaching. I remember the first message that I heard <laughs> of him. <laughs> It's praise God, the sound of his voice, that first sound of his voice is still, is still, in, my, is still in my head. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Glory to Jesus. Thank you. 
Vretemenati messi, a cataventi messi, everanti get a messi, catefete pites, messapet messi, pacifest messi, fretti pesto messi, everent to pest messi, everinti stestonstein stands stones to messi, everinti stands to messi, it all tends to mercy, it all tends to mercy, it is all mercy, it is all mercy. It is all mercy. It is all mercy. It is all mercy. It is all of my mercy. It is my mercy. It is my mercy. It is my mercy. It is mercy. It is mercy. It is great mercy. It is mercy, mercy, mercy. It is from the mercy seat. It is mercy seat. It is mercy seat. It is mercy seat. It is mercy seat. I say it is mercy seat to have a father. It is mercy to have a father 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 for I have raised you a father I have raised you a father I have raised you a father in whom I am his father I have raised you a father in whom I myself I am his father I am his father I am his father and I have raised you a father it is mercy that you have a father it is great mercy that you have a father in the days of your flesh. It is great mercy. It is great mercy. It is great mercy that I yagagandi nashti vanti adaboshta epretegedoshta that ye are not a bastard. You are not bastards. You are not bastard. For I have raised a father in me and I have given you a father. I have given you a father. I have given you a father. You ought to honor. You ought to honor. You ought to honor your father. Father, ye ought to honor your father. Ye ought to honor your father. Ye ought to honor your father. Follow your father. Stay in your father. Stay in your father. I have raised, I have raised, I have raised my son a father. I have raised him a father over you. I have raised him a father over you. For yet more, 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 more will pour to you. More will pour from him to you. More will pour, will pour, will pour. There will be flow. There will be so much flow even in these next few years in these coming years be expectant for there is an outpouring of more there is a outpouring of more from him to you from him to you there is outpouring of more there is outpouring of more for you have passed that threshold and you will come into more into more into more into more into more more of him you will begin to look like him you would walk like him you would talk like him you will shine like him you will be in him. You will be in him. You will enter him. You would enter him. As he is in me, you would enter him. You would enter him. I have opened the door of entrance into him. More entrance. More entrance. As oil is flowing from him, it will reach you. Stay under a line. For I have raised you a father. He has fathered you. But there is much more training and fathering to come to you. I have made the way. For I have raised you a father, says the father of your father.
Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. There is a message in there. Thank you. Yes, sir. He is here in my presence. He is counted before me. Even your father, your father, your father, your father, he is counted before me. He is counted before me. He is before me. He is in my presence. He is counted before me. Even with host, with host, with host, and with his father, with his father, Paul, with his father, Paul, with his father, Paul, his own his father, Paul, who he has been trained under, whom he has been trained under. We are here. 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 And they are all counted before me. They are all before me. They are all before me. They are all counted before me. They are all counted before me. I know them. I know him. I know him. I know him. He is my friend. He is my friend. I know him. He is in my presence. He is in my presence. I know him. I know him. He has been born of me. He is born of me. He is my son. He is my son. He is counted before him. I see him. He is in my presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Thank God. Thank God for the gift of, of fatherhood. Uh, praise God. <laughs> Thank God for the gift of fatherhood. Um, amen. To me, that is a, it's just... Um, I remember the, that was the first thing that the Lord said to me um, concerning uh, Reverend is, um, this is your father. That was the first thing that the Lord said to me. Um, 
before before I encountered his his messages, his ministry, um, I was I was in sort of a a crossroad because I, I was close to people and one of I had a mentor who the Lord used so greatly to to raise me up. He's the one who brought me from being uh, um, I mean from babyhood. Um, or, or let me say from being a suckling. You know, there are different levels of babies <laughs> because I was still a baby even before, right before I encountered daddy's message. I was still a, a baby at that point, but I wasn't, I wasn't a suckling. You know, there's a difference between a suckling and a baby. But the Lord used somebody when, right from when I was a suckling to help me, to raise me. And um, it got to a point around that season where the Lord had called him to start his own church, his own ministry and everything. And um, At that time, I knew that, I knew that um, <laughs> the natural flow was just to go, you know, go with him and everything. But there was just something inside, you know what I mean? <laughs> inside me that just said, ah, this is not it. And, and he asked me one day, he came to my house early in the morning, I think it was a Saturday or something. He asked me, he said, Jeff, are you my son? <laughs> Imagine that kind of thing. <laughs> Praise God. But I, can't, I don't know how God helped me that day. What's <laughs> uh, that, you know, that thing of someone answering because spiritual fatherhood I, I knew that was something something strong and meaningful in the spirit so uh, one thing I never did um, when I was young was just was carelessly just call people my father or my parents and, and I was someone I had culture of respect like I respect I honor people but when it comes to I know that that thing means something I didn't fully understand what fatherhood mean, meant spiritually but I knew that it's, it's not something that you just say anyhow, you know what I mean? So, so the Lord helped me, and, but inside me, I was, I was looking for my father. Inside me, I was. I was. I, and that was actually why some, some I, I kept going from ministries, you know, in terms of the stream from which I was feeding, like listening to messages, listening to tapes, all of those things. You know, I, I kept journeying, and I, I was blessed. I was, I've been blessed by so many awesome ministers, you know, of the gospel. Many, I mean, mostly around the waters of the word of faith and all. I was really, really blessed. But I, I was still in search. I was still in search. And um, even after listening to Daddy Hagin and everything, I was still in search. But as soon as I heard, I heard Daddy teaching. That was the first thing. As when, I, when I heard him, the Lord spoke to me. He said, this is your father. Praise God. And um, I thank God for um, I thank God for everything. Um, I remember the first time I the first time I got to hear his voice. It was on the phone. <laughs> um, I think that was probably maybe it, it might have been because I, I started listening to the to Word of Righteousness in 2011. So then Brother Benga, you might, not, you might not know him, but one of the 
the awesome uh, pastors in, in Lagos. He's the one who used to send me. He used to physically ship me MP3s. <laughs> I sent them all the way from Lagos to me <laughs> to listen to, I listened to Revelation Hour, School of the Spirit, everything. Um, but by the next year, uh, one day I was on the phone with him. I probably were discussing how he would send me the next batch or something. Uh, and I didn't know that he actually lived in Reverend's house. So one day I was just, was just talking with him. I said, hold on, daddy wants to talk to you. <laughs> so I, uh, I remember the first thing he said to me, Jeff, my son. <laughs> I remember his voice. I was, you know, listening to someone on tape on, you know, for so long, but hearing him uh, talking with me, praise God. Those are awesome moments, and I thank, I thank the Lord for um, all the time that I've been privileged to spend with him um, physically. It hasn't been too much over the years because of, you know, the, the geographical distance, and a way hasn't been made yet. <laughs> For me to maybe go there and spend like five years or something. <laughs> Which, <laughs> is that what? We all go. We all go. I don't know how big that house is. I don't know how many people. I don't know how many people that house can take. Who? Praise God. Uh, but um, every time. Like, um, every time I, I've gotten to meet him, every time I've gotten to, the first time he came to Canada was in 2014, 2014, June. That was our first Canada Believers Convention. I was, I was still in Winnipeg then, so we had it in Winnipeg and in Edmonton. Um, then that was the first time that I, um, I spent with him. And every time since then, um, there's been... There's been unique encounter, unique and beyond, you know, after you've heard the teaching and the word, the other things <laughs> behind the, the word, amen, that is, that is imparted through person. Um, and those are the most cherished things of my life. Um, so I, I thank God for uh, what he has done. What he has. I know that we're just beginning. I know we're just beginning. I'm still, I'm still, um, I'm still trying to perfect sonship. <laughs> but I know God is, you know it's not easy to be a child, eh? To be a son. You know we're all rascals uh, from, from the start. So the more we, as we are getting saved, we become more and more responsible children to, to our parents. Praise God. And um, uh, my prayer is that I will not fall short. Amen. Um, I will not fall short as, uh, as, uh, as a, a child and a, a child of his. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, there's so much more behind this gospel. There's so much more behind this gospel. Um, I mean, when I say the gospel, I mean 
beyond just the teachings, right, the revelations, and, and we thank God for that. Those are the, that's the, the tool that God uses to push, to push his things, right, to make, uses it, the scripture is to make, is, to, is, for, is for the purpose of making understanding travel. Understanding can travel very fast um, <clears throat> uh, through the scripture, but one thing I've learned just observing daddy is that car there is so much more there's so much more to to God and to you know the life the word of righteousness and all that beyond just the um, beyond the revelation praise God the the life the life behind it is the force you know what I mean is the force if if that life is not there, it won't, it won't be cutting. You know, the, you know all this, this revelation can sit, but is in a way that it's not piercing. Yeah, what actually, what pierces the, the heart, what pierces people is the force of the life behind it. And, and to me, if you ask me what is daddy's greatest anointing, it's not just the, it's not, thank God for the, that one is very clear, everybody sees that, it's evident, the apostolic grace, uh-huh. praise God upon him, but to me the greatest anointing is the courage of spiritual life. You see, when, when, when I'm with him, what I, what I observe is I see how, how, the, how spiritual, how truth, truth life can get married to a person. Married, you know what I mean? That when when someone is so is so one with with the with the life of the spirit, <laughs> you know what I mean. And praise God, out of with him, like um, things that you attitude that you you strive to attain oozes out of him. You get what I mean? <laughs> like things, you know, some attitude that you try to, and that's one thing. Um, because when I'm with him, I, I see those things. I, I see them. Those are my meditation. You know, I meditate on those things. And, um, but it's not easy to, for those things to become your own nature. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes you're jolly far from them. <laughs> I swear that, hey, this, is not, this is not who you are meant to be. Uh, so it, it's when you try to, to live according to those standards, that's how you will know that this being who is like that is not ordinary. You get to what I'm and some people don't have sight for some of those things, but those are the things that I, I have sight for. Praise God. When I, went to, when I went to UK in the beginning of the year, what I, what I just saw was, is an aspect, you might not, to you, might not be spiritual. Praise God. Like, what I'm, like the, the blessing that I saw when I was with him in UK, to you might not be like, ah, is that, not, is that it? But to me, what I just saw was, um, the realness and vulnerability. You know what I mean by realness and vulnerability in terms of not having a not having a cloak or guy. You know, there's something that we are, we all wear. That in is some of us is thicker than others. Some of us, you know, and some and a lot of times. With light, you can discern what that thing is. That thing is a is the shield over your, our life, the, our life that we protect. You know what I mean? 
So it's not, it's not easy to put off that thing and just, and just leave and be real. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, so, and, and uh, praise God. <laughs> Um, it's so powerful because sometimes, you know, if, you've not, if I've not been close to him, you know, we talk on the phone, but sometimes it's not the same thing. If I've not been close to him for some time and then I, when I see him, hi! The, <laughs> it's like you're measuring, uh, it's like when you, what's the word now? Praise God. Uh, you know, when it, it's like when a standard is far away from you, and you are, you, are, you are a bit far, you can, be, you can feel okay, you know, ah, yeah, yeah, thank God, this life is, you know, this life is fluid. <laughs> Praise God. Every time when I walk, when I walk into his presence and just they, they, I, Kai, I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. This <laughs> so for a person to embody life in such a, to such an extent, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't come cheap. That one doesn't come cheap. It's not by fasting and prayer or by reading Bible. It's not that that thing is dead. It's if you've not tried it that you will, you you might commonize. And some people who are foolish they commonize such things because that might not. What do you mean being real? Why is that? Is that even a fruit of the spirit? You know, foolish people don't understand. But praise the only until you have tried to put off the cloak, you know, and then be on and choose to be naked and allow God to clothe you. You get what I mean? <laughs> so it's not easy. It takes serious amount of debt to, for a person to then not just strive to it, but to get to it, and then to a point where you have it as an inheritance, that that is your life, that is your nature. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I'm just trying to, to explain to you the blessing. So people might not understand, oh, why do you, daddy, daddy, why do you guys, so praise God, it's a, is it not just another guy that's talking? No, it's not. No, it's not. If you don't, if you are blind, you will not, you know what I mean? If you are blind, you cannot, there is no, sorry to say, well, there is no other Reverend K in this world. I, maybe I have not seen, but you get what I'm saying? That's, and I've seen good people, I've seen awesome people, but the gap is too much. I, you know, it, can, it can only be God. It can only be God. It can only be mercy. Can only be God. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Afraid. Just take the mic and don't worry. It's, it's, not, it's coming from the Lord, not from you. So, mm. or you can just wait. It will come. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or somebody else. Yes. Of that. The oh! Roma <laughs> Kaisi, okay. I see. So, 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 so. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, see, I see. So, see, I see. So, see, I see. You see, I see. I see, you see. You see, I see. I see, you see. All rest and see. All rest and see. Thank you, Jesus. I see, I see. I see. I see. So, see. This is God. This is a collaborative interpretation. Amen. So you can pick it up. Parapahota. Thank you. Thank you. Takaramashku. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh! Yes. That's that's the interpretation. Please. Yes. 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 It is possible. It is I that does it. It's I that does it. It is possible. It is possible in me. It is possible in me. It is possible in me. Just look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Watch me. And you will see that it's possible. It is possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's possible. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I think we have taught and we know that the, the greatest message that you will ever hear or you will ever see or read will be in people, in men. That's the, um, in, in men is where you find the plainest form of the gospel. Or that's actually where you find the, um, even, even in a person, even if you find a person who hasn't, who's, God has done some work in, and even if God hasn't perfected everything he wants to do in them, but the measure to which what God has done has been worked out in them is in the purest form of that dealing. Such that if you, if you just try to read it from the Bible, you can make mistake. You get him? You can make mistake, but that's why, that's why the Bible will say, the Bible will say, when it was, it was talking about false prophets, Right, he was talking about false prophet and all of that, and then you expect him to say by maybe by studying the word more carefully, you shall know them, or by where your revelation has increased, you shall know them. But he said no. He said by their fruit, by their fruit, because fruit can never lie. Fruit, and some people are foolish. Some people can, you know, 
cast accusations about, you know, when people who speak evil of dignitaries, the Bible speaks about it's an, it's an attitude of the end time. People who speak, you know, who are dignitaries, people who God has put, has dignified. You know, God can dignify men on the earth. Some people can speak evil of them and then say, okay, well, that's just your own revelation. That's, you know what I mean? Because they don't understand the concept of fruit. You know, and there's, and there's no meekness. There's a meekness that we all need to have. Whenever you see a fruit that is better than the fruit which you produce, you know what I mean? That's a, well, that is, such things are, when you, whenever you see such a thing, you gather around it. Right, you gather. That's how God designed for men to live on the earth. God designed, God's plan is to raise men like trees. And when he will raise men, he will raise them, they will be like trees. And he will bring other men to gather around, around them. Are you seeing what I'm saying? And, and to me, it's very clear that Reverend, Reverend, Kai, Reverend K is a tree. Right, he's a tree in this, in this generation. He's a tree that God has raised and how do we know? It's not by vision or anything. It's by fruit. It's by fruit. Praise God. Not both his own fruit and fruit that is being born through him in people. Praise God. Who are, who are, who are close to him and who, by God's grace, have come under you know, the ministry. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. And the, the fruit is transformation. Myself, thank God, I'm still changing. I'm not even close to the standard of change that God is wants from me. But I look back, I know who I was before, and not just me. I know I, there are people who know who I was before. Praise God. My wife knows me who I was back up until the first time I met my wife was 2000 and. 2009. We didn't know well, so I won't say maybe she didn't know who I was. She just knew. From afar, but when we started talking, where well, was that 2013? So, but she can tell who I was from who I was till now. And not just my wife, I knew there are people who knew me when I was a when I was young, just in church, maybe in school, in fellowship. And at that time, I was I was even a star. You know what I mean? <laughs> Praise God! I was still a star of some degree. No, you know, a star, but. They say that star defies glory. <laughs> Praise God, and I thank God, and that's the, that's the, that's a sign, a sign of a father. All right, when you when you you have a father, a father makes you better. A father makes you better. Praise God, he makes you better. When I when I look back, I know, and it's not just me. There are people who can testify that I am better now than I was before. And those are, the, those are things to give God glory. Because no, nobody knew it how. You know it not how. We don't know how. We don't know how to, how to change. It's not just by reading Bible, Revelation, and all of that. Some people can, with all the Bible, you can't. Life is slippery. It's not easy. It's not easy. Look at how many, how many churches are in the world, like in Canada. How many churches? There are churches around, churches everywhere, but is it easy to, is it easy to have access to transformation? Oh, you know one thing I notice. I'm sorry I'm saying all these things, but even if I don't preach today, it's okay. <laughs> Praise God. 
Amen. Me, I just feel like, let me just exalt the work of God. You know, men are, mine are blind. We don't see the work of God. When God is doing things, things that are, things that are remarkable. Because by God's grace, I read, I've read history, both church history and everything. I, I can tell, I can sense when something extremely remarkable is ongoing. But if, if someone who doesn't have a good frame of history, what God has done and all of that, you could commonize some things. But it's good to, to see the work of God and celebrate the work of God and then also have the, the right attitude towards what, towards what God is doing. Praise the Lord. Now, I, I noticed something that in, when you go to ch- a lot of churches, right, and then you, you go to a church, you say, wow, there are some there's spiritual brethren, that those brothers, or that brother, or that brother, that sister, that auntie, Ah, they are so spiritual. What I discovered a lot of times, such people, they are spiritual because they came from good homes. And many times when you trace them, they were already nice before they got born again. Now, I'm not commonizing that ad. Is there no transformation happening, right? I'm not, that's not my, my, I'm just trying to point something to you. I'm just trying to be honest to you that like transformation change, change in person, nature, it's not common. It's not common and it's not cheap. It's not common. A lot of the so-called spiritual people in church are nice people. Many of them, when you check them, you not trace them, you not discover that they either their father is like that or their mother is like that. That it wasn't that. It wasn't because maybe they encountered Jesus. Some, some that were bad, that got born again, are still bad. Do you get what I'm trying to say? We, we need to get to the point to where we, we begin to celebrate the right things. Celebrate. We'll get to, we need to get to the point where when you get to church, testimony time will change. People will begin to give testimony about real victories, real breakthrough, which is bringing about transformation and bringing about change. Praise God. In the act of people. So, um, I thank God for for daddy, for um, the Lord using him and the Lord making him strong and adding another year to his life um, by, by Friday. And we look forward to um, even more of God's goodness, you know, towards him and more of, more of God's blessing and more access to, to mercy and more access to grace. Praise God. And uh, of course, when that happens, we will all also be, we will also be blessed um, by it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, can, can we pray? I want us to pray for. If you can pray for him, um, let's just pray for him. And um, however you are led to pray, just just speak to. Shapri, <laughs> 
Oh, Oh, thank you thank you jesus 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 oh we thank you jesus 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 Oh, mani katana masutem rena masiela preta maradabaha. Oh, ripazu tansandu meri mazupra yedu levikaduti. La frontal on frantic subraiga luprimegesco. Sasanta yara mama tu prampa lupramiela maropada mazupriti kidolong jaya. Amfanta masunde le malekara mazusiti brandiana nondra. Oh, 
Thank you, Father. 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 Marta Lima, Santa Lima, Suta Lima, Nele, Amparona, Malion, Devone, Bogio, Ripasa, Samara, Mamara, Mamara, Para, Mamara, Pariara, Repasso, so, 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord has heard us. Ah, yes, heard us. Whatever you prayed, um, the Lord has heard you. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. <clears throat> thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Thank you. Glory to Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Mikko. 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 Come on, 
must see you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, um, we'll, we'll still go into the word, um, even if it's just a few minutes we have. But I'm sorry, I don't want to just rush um, out of this um, this place. I just sense um, the Lord is just wants to wants to emphasize something um, in our hearts. It's, something that is very easy for um, this generation, well, this generation, I would say, to, to lose um, because it's, uh, it's going to be one of the, the ways or the, I would say the main way through which the Lord will achieve um, his goal, which is to culture nature, nations with the uh, to culture nations with, first of all, righteousness, and then to culture nations with, with salvation. Um, the, the, uh, you know, the, the, more, the, the more advanced the life of God is, the more advanced, or you want, the more, adv- the, the deeper, the, the person the, the goes in the truth, the deeper your um, adventure into the truth, the more, the more slippery, the more invisible, and then the more, the more, easy, to, the more easy to miss mistake and to pervert it is. You get what I'm saying? Um, the Thank God for it. it there's a culture in the, for, in, that we have, we've had. God has helped us to a degree um, to have that, the culture of respect for authority, like spiritual authority, and recognition of like, you know, God's authority upon vessels. And, and I know as many of us who have profited from the word of righteousness to a, to a degree, is because you have some degree of that inside of you, right? If anybody who doesn't have that is hard, actually these waters, they don't open too well um, if the heart is not packaged correctly. Uh-huh. But as we are going further, you know, the word of righteousness, the tide is, is increasing. The waters are getting deeper. The current is getting, you know, more swift. Praise God. As that is happening, um, there is... There is even a, even a greater demand from heaven in the aspect of discerning vessels that heaven has put, done their work, you know, or that heaven has sent. You know, like it was, Jesus Christ was saying concerning, was saying, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, and you who, you know, it was an attitude that Jerusalem, <laughs> they had in Jerusalem against people who God sent. He said, you who, you who, kill your prophets and you who stone people who are sent unto you 
you kill your prophets. People who God sent to you, you stone them. That word, killing your prophet and stoning, is not. You see, I haven't stoned anybody, but it's hard in your heart. You can stone somebody <laughs> in your heart. You know what I mean? When you say you kill your prophet, it means that you kill. It didn't say it, that's different from maybe quench not prophecy, despise not prophesying, quench not the spirit, and despise not prophesying. There's an, there's an admonition to that effect in the Bible. Well, someone can, can love prophecy but kill the prophet. I'm just trying to show you this, this slippery, neat heart disposition. You know, you, you don't... You don't, you, you, don't, um, you don't want to allow. To, the purpose of kill is to allow, you know, accept, open your heart, you know, that kind of thing. Praise the Lord. Because, and God, and God in his mercy, there's a way God designed to, God wants to frame, put his, he put his treasure inside men. Vessels of earthly, earthly vessels. And God has designed that that is how it ought to be. I'm not going to send angel to appear to you to bring the, the deepest things of me to you. Rather, I'm going to raise men. And then Jesus was saying, and you know how they despised Jesus, right? Jesus was the answer to all the cry and the prayer of the Jews for generations. And he came and then they didn't accept him. He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed your prophets, and you stone you know, those who are sent to you. Say, long would I have gathered your, your children together. All right, but he, but he said that you will, you will see no more of me until you learn how to say, blessed is he that what? Cometh in what? The name of the Lord. That thing, say, say blessed is he blessed that cometh in the name of the Lord. That is uh, it's an attitude of of reverence. Uh, when you say blessed is he, that word blessed is to me is the same word that Paul uses to that the, the, the New Testament uses to greet, no, greet God or to you know, blessed be God. Right? Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that same kind of word is what the, that Jesus said you should learn to say. There will be no gathering. Now, what gathering of your children is talking about gathering unto salvation, right? He said that you will not see anymore until you learn to say, Blessed is he that, that cometh what? In, in the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that is that's an attitude. Now, the reason why that thing, I feel maybe the Lord really wants to emphasize that is because Satan has, the devil has, has known, he knows how God operates. He knows that there will be a time when God will want to do such things because those things have been prophesied in the Bible. Well, when the Lord will begin to raise trees of righteousness, planting of the Lord, he called them ministers of our God. Those are men, you know, in the book of Isaiah, it was prophesying that there will come a time when seven women will take hold of one man. That was it. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't worry. Don't feed us or anything. Let's just bear your name. You know, that's... That's, that, so we're talking about a time when women want to bear the name of a man because of that name, what God has wrought in them. So those are prophecies of, of God's, they are almost God's modus operandi. That means the mode of operation. Satan knows God's mode of operation. That if God wants to touch the earth, he knows that God can never do it without raising men. 
you get what I'm saying? That is not possible. When you read the Bible, God has never done anything without raising men. Start from Genesis. It's all about raising men. Right from when, if any man fail, he will move. He will look for another. In every generation, God was raising people to do his will. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise God. But there is a, there's a slippery thought. I think I've spoken about this thing a lot, but the Lord still wants me to say it. And he wants me to emphasize it because, um, because the enemy doesn't stop preaching the opposite. So sometimes we have to keep emphasizing it that um, the, the world around us, not just the world, but also even in Christianity, because a lot of Christianity today is we pick worldly culture. One of the problems with Christianity today is because we don't, um, for the most part, many of us and many in many of our churches, um, we don't we because we have not we we we've chosen we've not found way or we've chosen not to align with the spirit and to learn the spirit properly. So. What we now do is we'll, we'll take Bible, but when it comes to, you know, you can't, just, you can't just gather people around Bible. It's not enough. It's not enough. It will be too, soul does not, just, can't just deal with Bible, raw Bible. You must have spirit. Church must have spirit. Otherwise, nobody will be there. People will not stay. So, but the problem is that a lot of times we carry the Bible, it's Bible, but the spirit, we import the spirit of the world. Do you get what I'm saying? So, and how do you, how can you tell what is the spirit? Is check the culture. Is the, it's through the culture that, so you now discover that a lot of times, praise the Lord, a lot of times the things that the, you find out that even though we read the Bible, but, but culturally there is not much difference between a lot of Christian culturally and the world. So you see, when fresh thought comes, like the thought of, you know, just independence, you are an independent person, an independent thinker, you know, that has become a prevailing thought, and it's a prevailing thought now on the earth. But you see that when you come into the church, the church will just take, it's the same spirit, but he will just convert it and bring a version that's compatible with church. So, so you see that free-thinking kind of idea, you can question anything. That's the way, I mean, if you look at the, the general, mostly liberal kind of push, you know, in the secular world right now, it's the, it's the attitude of, of questioning everything. You see an institution that has been there before your great-great-great-great-grandfather even existed. You just get about, hey, why is this here? Why should, you know that kind of thing, that's a, Movements everywhere, placards. Are you getting what I'm saying? And pro- just protesting things, questioning things. Right? It's, it's coming out of just the idea of you, can, you are free to just think, have your own tangent of thought. And then, but you're not just free to have your tangent of thought. The, the, the one in the world is that you feel that you, you, your own tangent of thought, that institutions on the earth should be responsive to your individual, you know, process. And those, that kind of thing. But in the church, there's a varied version. It's the same spirit. 
But in the church, the same kind of attitude will come. And then the way to manifest in the church is the attitude of, um, well, this Christianity, you know, the Bible is just there. So you, each, each person should have a free mind to be able to just read your Bible but for yourself with the Holy Spirit and just understand it. Do you get what I'm saying? But if you, but you see that thought, that the way, it sounds very holy and righteous. It sounds very holy. Just, ah, ah, yes, just you. Christianity is a personal relationship. You know, just you and your God and your Bible. It sounds very holy. But go and check the Bible. You can never see any such thing. Old Testament, New Testament. You never see any such idea. It's strange. It is strange. It is strange. It is strange. That kind of, that thought is going at the concept of God has a, he has a law of meat, of, the, of there being, a, the, the concept of there being a medium between, you get what I'm saying? That thing is a, is a God concept. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, and, and then uh, there, there are thoughts in the, ch- in the church that makes secretly somewhere some Christians can feel like do you see, the, you see the pastor? The pastor should just be like their Christian brother. You know who the Christian brother is that? You get what I'm saying? That, ah, I read, I have my own revelation. This is what I saw. You, you read your own. You saw your own. So, what well, is my own side? That's your own side. You get what I'm saying now? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, so if you relate with your pastor like that, it means it's not, it's not different from your brother. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So that kind of thought is a, is a dangerous thought. Praise God. And what you will see, you will say, ah, but wow, we've passed that a long time ago. Hey, be careful. Be careful. You will see a, a soul that has journeyed for a while. Such things, they come up when demand of the path increase. You see, and it's going to happen. The demand for the path is going to increase in terms of the words that are coming, the pasture. It's going to increase, and as the pasture is increasing, both the 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 the, the you know it might be more tedious the work that needs to be done right to to feed. You know, it's not every feeding that's like milk. Then there's milk. Then the United there's still soft food, puree, and all of that. But there's there will be a time when you have to really, really chew. I get when you are getting towards the. The strong meat, the Bible calls it the strong meat of the word, right? That's strong meat of the word is meat that is more, what makes it strong is that it is, more, it is harder to chew, right? There is the meat of the word, then there is the strong meat of the word. So it is meat that is harder to chew. But a soul that are not enlightened about spiritual things might feel like, why is this meat hard to chew? That because it's hard to chew means there's something bad about it. Do, do you get what I'm saying? You don't, you don't understand that in the scripture there is a provision that they, some meat, you must get to a point where the meat becomes very hard to chew. So in such season, that's when all kinds of, that's when spirits begin to talk to souls, all kinds of fresh, you just see fresh revelation will just come, ah, why do we have to see it in this particular kind of way? Why are you, are you get what I'm saying? It will come fresh. It will just be a fresh revelation. 
and those things, they always come, ah, wow. It would be like a ray of sunshine. Did you get what I'm saying? But it is a spirit that is coming to take advantage of the situation of you know, that tedious, the tedious season when it's time to press into salvation. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, uh-huh. And when, when meat starts getting hard, the first, the first, <laughs> the first person to, to accuse is the person that serves you the plate. Do you get what I'm saying? That's the problem. It's the person that, that serves serve you. And, but you forget that even what he's serving is not, he's the one that cooked it. It's not his own food. He received it from somebody. Are you getting what I'm saying? But he just served it, but he's the one who is looking at you and the one who gave you. So the anger of that, chewing that thing, are you getting what I'm saying? Can be easily. You see, you see why they will stone their prophet and kill those people who, who God said sent unto them. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So there will be there will be variation of such things, temptations, and they will always sound. Some people will even bring it out from scripture. You find scripture to even show that you don't know why. Why must you always be listening to somebody? Are you seeing you see that thought? Like, why, why are you always listening to, to somebody? Why must you be listening to one person? Okay, why can't you have a, 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 an array of, of teachers? You know what I mean? That array, balance it here, balance it there, all of those things. Just, uh, but why, why you, you see, these are the things that, that you, they will begin to fight this, the hearts with. So why, why? Okay, this, per, this person that you are listening to, uh, don't you think that what if he has problems. What if he has, are you getting what I'm saying? Very, very interesting. And this, when the spirits are talking to you, you feel like those spirits care about you. you know? it's just, it, it, we're just about your, just to, so you can be safe. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so those are things that you have to be to be armed against. I know we are all young, but when I say you're all young, I don't even know what I'm saying. Because sometimes, even age is not a, you know what I mean? You have people who are old, who have been in church for a long time, but still have the same problem. Sometimes I will be, I will just, when I'm just glancing through Facebook, I will see, I see some Christians who, you know, <laughs> Who, both by age, both by everything, you know, that this would have been a long time, but the way they speak against maybe men of God, the way they, you know what I mean, that thing of, ah, you know, the, and they, they know Bible, so they can prove this, you know, pointing out faults and all of those things. Are you getting what I'm saying? That those, um, those are things that your heart will have to be armed against. Yes. You have to, your, arm, your heart will have to be armed against such things because. Um, you have to understand that God's way is different from man's own way. It's not the same. God's way is, is what? God's way is different from what? From man's own way. God doesn't care. God is not democratic. You know, democracy, okay, you guys should vote. Who is the best among you? Let him be the one. God is not like that. God is not democratic. God can say, in this whole time, in this generation now, 
I want to, I just need only one man to be talking to. Do you put that beyond God? When Samuel was prophet in Israel, how many men were like him? That is the one, it was time to raise a king. God spoke to him, one man, imagine a whole nation. Say, you are the one that will go on, that will go on what? You wonder, okay, why couldn't God just minister to David in the secret of his heart and just tell him you are the king and everything? And then God ministered. No, God was speaking to the prophet. And God did that. He said, ah, boy, is that not Old Testament? It's not Old Testament. It's, it's God. That is God's own pattern. The same way God raised Saul of Tarsus. Yeah. Right? All the apostles were there. You ask, why didn't he go to Peter, John, James, Bartholomew, all of them that were there and give them the revelation of Christ. But God found somebody, right? It doesn't mean that the others were not spiritual or something. It's just there's something about God. We need to understand that, how God operates. That is a thing of God. God can choose. And he doesn't need your vote. He doesn't need your approval. You say, oh, why this person? He doesn't need, God doesn't need that. Because, I get what I'm saying? Why from, okay, why from this country? Why from this? <laughs> God doesn't, that God, the same way God went to find David. David was the most least, the least significant person in Israel. And God found him. And that's just the way God is. Praise God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, there's a sense that you need to have that not to, to equip you to discern men and people who God has sent Praise the Lord. And thank God for our daddy, Reverend K. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm not exalting him. If you say I'm exalting him, that's your own problem. In fact, yes, I'm exalting him. So you have a problem with it. <laughs> that is your problem. That's not my problem. Amen. Amen. Um, Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you glory. Worship. You will help us. You will give us wisdom. You will give us grace. And you will give us, Lord, strength to align, to align, to align fully. To align fully under you, Father and under your servant, uh, Reverend Kayode Oyegoke. We pray for him and we ask, Lord, that you will, you will, you will Lord, hold him up and strengthen him. Amen. Father, And we pray, O oh God, that even you will, there will be more and more and more and more and more blessing, flow of blessing, Lord, Amen. from heaven, Lord, over Amen. upon him, O oh God. And Lord, we ask, we pray, O oh God, that the portion of that blessing which ought to flow down to us, that it will not be wanting. Amen. That, O oh God, our, that we will take our own portion, Lord. Amen. Lord, our own portion in even the garment and even, even on the, of the blessing, Lord, which you have put upon him for this generation. Thank you for his life and his years. Thank you, Lord, for his for even strength, spirit, soul, and body. 
Thank you, O oh God, for your covering. Thank you, Lord, for you're going to keep him. Thank you, O oh God, for even strength. Strength, Lord, strength of heart. Strength of heart to continue to persevere and to continue to follow you even as closely as you desire. Father, we thank you because of even heaven. You will cause heaven, O oh God, to fight constantly, Lord, on his behalf. Amen. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that every victory, every victory in which he's engaged in, that he will find, O oh God, help from heaven Amen. for every victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, our Father. We are, we, are, we are thanking you and we're looking forward to even many, many, many more years of blessing, of being, of being blessed, O oh God, under, Lord, even his office and even under you, under, it's through his office, Lord, under you. And we pray, O oh God, that even that office, Lord, that it will be used Amen. to its fullest Amen. and nothing, Lord, shall be left. Amen. Thank you, Father. At the end, Lord, you will empty him. You will, you will cause that all that you have put in him to be emptied, Lord, over, over us and over, Lord, all his children across the world. Thank you, O oh God, for we pray for him that he will prosper and he will be in health, even as he's so prospered. Lord, all good things, both spiritual, material, Lord, I pray, O oh God, that you will cause to flow, make all grace abound, Lord, towards him. Thank you, our Father. Give us the wisdom to be kept. Give us the wisdom to stay under in alignment as heaven you have put us, that we will not fall prey, Lord, to the wiles of the enemy and to the seduction of spirits. That, Father, O oh God, that we will not waste the privilege of being counted, Lord, in this generation, in this time, and being partaker, Lord, of this great, awesome blessing which you have ordained, which mercy has arranged, Lord, that we should be partakers of. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Glory to Jesus. <clears throat> um, okay, quickly, let's just open our Bibles to uh, to the book of Psalm. Book of Psalm. Book of Psalm. Thank you, Jesus. Does anyone still remember our message from Saturday? No one is looking at me anymore. <laughs> Praise God. Um, does anyone still remember the message? Doesn't mean I'm going to call you to say something. If you just, I just want to know if you remember. Okay, one person remembers the message at least. Thank God, thank God, someone remembers it. <laughs> Praise God. Anybody else? You remember the message? You remember the message? Okay. Ah, you guys remember. 
Okay. Praise God. So I believe we're, we're speaking about, uh, we're still around that, uh, the thought of separation and uh, consecration, right? Um, so trying to define those things. Um, and uh, what I feel in my heart is the Lord wanting to bring definition, not just, um, not just scripturally, but also to, to define the, um, to define the, um, the, the spiritual blessing that those, that is contained in those, um, those places, right? Of course, they are heaven. They are aligned with heavenly places. Praise the Lord. And then also, um, you can see through the scripture in the design of the temple, you are seeing that and the Lord put those. So it's very clear that those are. Uh, markers, uh, right, in the, in the spirit. They are actually places of journey where the soul needs to walk, into journey into her. And uh, it's good for um, the Lord to, by the spirit, to paint, to make, to make the understanding of those things rich. Because when you say, ah, separation, you know, it's very, it's very hard to attain separation if you don't know what separation is in terms of your, your soul. Like, what is what does the Lord want to rot in, uh, in the soul? And we begin to see that we're going to see the, the attribute of a separated soul. Amen. Can, can anybody just tell me, just begin to list to me what are the things you've seen? Maybe not just from last message, but since we've been, look, we've been around this place, like what are the, that area of separation? Like what do you see? Um, anything that's been ministered to you about what it means to be separated in the soul? Anybody, and I don't want to waste too much time now. You know, time has gone. So, if if the spirit of God is ministering to you, <laughs> to, the, uh, okay. What do you say? All right, change of what? So separation means change of profession. Praise God. What is the meaning of change of profession? Um. Just the, the things we are, um, the things a soul is normally or naturally encumbered with. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The things, the, the things that are, the things that bother them, the things that they are worried about, the things that um, they pour their attention to. It's just a change of that thing. Okay. Yeah. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, anybody else? Daniel at the back, okay. You can just shout it, maybe. You can get to him, but. I think you said, um, what's, your, what's your hands finds to do, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you're talking about cleaning of hands, and mm-hmm. say what your hands finds to do is your profession. Mm-hmm. I think you even were explaining, like, what hand actually means. I think he said something is the mind of the soul. Uh, it's okay. what you're always minding, you know. Yeah, just to support what Sir Wesley said. Okay, that's the same thing that he's yes, saying. Sir. Okay, praise God. Okay, what else? Sorry, okay. Uh, we're saying that uh, separation starts to deal with the allure of earthly things that the soul is preoccupied with, and it's also that position where 
the soul starts to actually be concerned with the will of God. It's mm. not that it has the will of God, but the positioning of the soul changes from pursuing uh, earthly things and starts to look at what does God actually want. Praise God. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, who else? Um, Inka, okay. Just um, like a change of your affections, like um, just the things that passion, like the passion of one soul, there begins to be like a change. It's not like it's a total change, like once you are separated, it just ends and that's it. But it's, there you start to see a shift, if I can say that, like your affection starts to dwell on something else, even though you don't have it or know it as much. But okay. there's that push to enter that up. There's the change of affection. I don't know how to say. Okay, Chris, well, that's the same thing. So I think everyone has said the same thing now. Uh, so we established that. So there's, uh, there's more about separation. You can think of anything else. Yes. Um, he said uh, a soul can be separated, but he still touches that unclean thing. That okay. is like you can, it's the cleansing of your hands. You change your occupation, yes. but you're separated. But that doesn't mean that you, that you don't touch the unclean thing. You still touch it. Yes. And that unclean thing, that when you change, when you stop touching the unclean thing, that is now sanctification. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. Praise God. Anything else about? Okay. Um, Brian? Yes. Um, just to add a little bit more, I think um, one of the things that you mentioned from the last message was um, the, a Levite is somebody who has been moved beyond um, the place where, um, you know, where people, people who are engaged in different professions naturally or normally they touch on clean things. But a Levite has been moved or separated to a place where um, is, he hasn't overcome necessarily those unclean things or those loves that are in the world, but at least he's in a place where his hands are not touching those things per se. Okay. Or essentially... Yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. So um, essentially he's... Um, um, at least the way I see it is a Levite is somebody who, you know, his hope has been, has changed, essentially. Um, and one of the things that you mentioned was looking at the spiritual mind um, that is able to see the glories in different professions. Okay. A, a Levite is someone who, by virtue of hearing truth, um, although his logical mind might not be able to use words to paint it per se, in his spiritual mind, he's already seen a whole other life or a whole other glory that he wants to press into. And I believe you know, that place of even crossing from separation to into the realm of sanctification is because a hope has kind of been birthed in, your, in the Levite soul. Mm -hmm. So a, separated, a, a person who has been separated has been moved beyond the regions of just the things that are in the world. Mm -hmm. we, I think you brought definition about um, you know, the lust and the pride, but he has not overcome them yet. Mm -hmm. It's just that he is no longer um, within the regions of handling them um, like the rest of the world does or even regular, even just people that are born again. Just basically, he has a, his hope is being shifted from purely earthly ambitions and, mm. and, and, you know, and 
professions to now mind heavenly things or spiritual things, essentially. Praise yes, God. Sir. Thank you. Um, thank you. You've added more, more meat and flesh to that uh, point. But we're still around the same thing about separation, that measuring, changing profession. But can you tell me about more about that, about that Levitical um, or separated um, place? I think when you spoke the last time, you mentioned faith. Aha, so you said the separated soul God, faith. has faith, yes. but um, the faith is still wavering in the sense that the, the person is still double-minded. Yeah. And I also think you said something about someone who has faith is someone who can be stable in thoughts, mm -hmm. but is still not able to, to be a sure foundation for God to yes. come into. Yeah, sure to add awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. So to, yes. I just literally what she just said. I wanted to um, say a, a Levite or a separated person is he who is has is doing or has done the good will of God. Yes. That's um, another. The good will of God, but um, is not a will that is acceptable to God. Yes. But he's doing a will that, in God's sight, mm. is righteous, mm -hmm. is good. And that brings about, uh, she just mentioned it, um, a faith kind of life, a stability, um, a stone. Mm. Um, but a stone that hasn't been made precious by trial. But at least the person is a stone, he's stable in a type of way. So just <laughs> exactly what blessing said. Yes. Praise God. Okay. Who's that now? Okay. You be. <laughs> Good evening, sir. Good evening to you. Good evening to you in Jesus' name. <laughs> um, one thing from Saturday that you talked about was grace. Yes. And you said how he who ascends in the mountain yes. to Zion and there is one that stands, and the one that stands is the one that is sanctified. Yes. And you said that grace is the power to stand. Yes. And the reason for grace is glory. And you spoke about glory in a sense of is a quickening of covenant making and also for difficulties in the spirit. So I just feel like for you to be stable, you need that grace and to hold on to the profession of faith, which is the requirement for the school of separation. Yes. So you are really talking about glory as glory is the crown of, of joy. So um, when I when you were saying like yeah, oh sanctification, sanctification. yeah this is sanctification, sanctification. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but you were talking about the intent of the heart that those in Zion are those that their intent that it's focused on the intent of the heart and said that those that are unstable in all their ways and their thought mm. is those that don't have a pure heart. Yeah okay. So, um, so those that are stable in. Yeah, unstable. But are unstable. Yeah. Okay. In their ways. In their ways. And those who have, who don't have what? a pure heart. A pure heart. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> so, okay. Praise God. So you went further. You you, you spoke about more sanctification. Um. So, um. Is there any is there any any more light from separation that we've we've seen? Um, we've seen the aspect of 
um, change of occupation, right, which, is, which amounts to the cleanliness of hands, right, then we saw, we saw it through the, the faith journey, right, that the Levitical life is the holding of a particular, of faith at a particular level, right, what a faith that has not yet been, that's not yet been tried, has to do the type of faith, are you saying that? Then you also spoke about will, like, like the kind of will, those are three, and, and that is how, that's how you entrench, entrench understanding. That's the reason for, why, why, okay, why do we just talk about it? You've heard about, about separation a lot, but how many messages we've been around there, it's been, it's been different lights. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because all of those lights, through, you can take the route of the wheel, you, can, you will see it there, take the route of defining of the faith, the journey of faith, you see it there. Are you getting what I'm saying? And we saw the, in terms of the change of, uh, um, of, um, of occupation of the soul, which is, has to do with the occupation of the mind, right? And so those are things. So is there any, any other site about sanctification, amen? About, uh, sorry, separation that we have seen, yes? I think one thing that comes to mind is um, instruction. Okay. Because you were speaking about how um, um, uh, you might not be, one of the things that I, th- I think actually struck me when we started talking about this thing is you being able to discern your actual positioning okay. because you, you spoke about how because you're listening to Christ's mm. doctrine yes. does not actually mean that you are in the realm of sanctification and a lot of times we conflict that, we conflict that but based on the kinds of instructions that you are receiving and are able to do Mm. You, you will be able to accurately discern where you are. So um, I think there was something that you said that was very profound. You said that at one point you'll be seeing a buffet of instructions coming to you. Okay. Really, really, the, how you know where you are, <laughs> whether you are separated or sanctified, is when if you see instruction that will kill you, you know, you say, give me a moment. You know, I, ca- I can't yeah. do this. And so, but then a separated so person. It's not every instruction in the will of God that kills. Uh-huh. That yes. can take your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so because um, doctrine of Christ is coming, even from that inside place to the Levites, mm-hmm. it's important for you not to, um, you know, be confused about where you are. And the farther you go with your level of obedience, you know, is, is telling where you are. So a separated soul is doing, I guess it ties into that good, acceptable thing mm-hmm. where you are doing instruction, but it's of a lower degree mm-hmm. than somebody who will do a much harder thing that will kill them. I know you spoke about something like, um, was it selflessness? You said when you walk into a, a, a community of people who are sanctified, you can smell death. But when you walk into a place of separated people, you can smell good things, charity, there is you know, love, all these kinds of things, but it's, there's a difference in the kind of thing that you will perceive when you're, with, when you're separated or when you're sanctified. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can you appreciate my wife? I'm sorry I wouldn't clap for everybody, but I'm a bit, I'm a bit biased, you know. So please forgive me. Uh, praise God. Uh, amen. Um, okay. 
Now, can we also, let's keep think, looking at this, because the Lord, the Lord has brought a lot of light, I feel. Um, so, okay, what does, we looked at the heavens. What did the heavens have to say about these things? Like, in what, um, praise God, right? Do you remember we, we doing that? Okay. So when we looked at the heaven, what did we see? Did we see anything? David? Okay, let's David. <coughs> Praise God. Famara Hoshate Kremanoshka Prehado. Amen. In terms of the heavens, yes, sir. We spoke, I think, from Psalm 103 and 104. We're talking about dominion and um, the difference between. Those are in the realm of dominions, powers, and how they are praised. So, um, in terms of separation, you you are speaking more about praise. So, in terms in that realm of separation, the way the heavens are arranged, they are more like, um, in a sense, they praise they, they, they are a praise of the kingdom that is they are a praise of the kingdom that is behind the veil that is after them. So they draw, they attract. So in terms of just like what mommy was saying, it was that um, when you come into the, or when you see the separated um, world in terms of the heavens, they have an attraction. They have a praise, they, an advertisement of a life that is different, of a glory that is not of this world. So um, that is also another way to, like when you start going into that realm, when you start breaking into separation, it starts, it starts, it, it brings a sort of, you're describing it in a dance. It gives, it's a joyful um, telling of a different world, of a different kingdom, and, and souls that should come into that realm also begin to bear that kind of nature and that have that kind of mind um, state in terms of um, um, separation. Praise God. Thank you so much. Praise God. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so who else now? Okay. You can also give it to somebody. <laughs> okay. Okay, sir. Uh, we're talking about the heavens and yes, how, and that, I mean, there are three heavens, and we're looking at Psalm 103, I believe. Yes, we're seeing how that, you know, some people, they are to his words, these are cherubims, and the ministers that do his uh, pleasure, mm-hmm. the seraphims, and uh, those that do his works. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see those ones as, um, and when you were, we are comparing with the tabernacle, I believe, that we see that those doing his works, they are like the Levites. Yes, sir. Levitical people, and they are like, um, even I think we looked at uh, even Revelations, right? We saw that um, those, those are the kings, mm. right? That they have, uh, they, 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 like uh, my brother was saying, there are people that um, they do his works, and they, they, are, they have a kind of, um, they have their own glory mm. in a way. They have their glory, but their glory is uh, 
we see in Revelation that they, they still cast their glory. They cast their crown when they worship God yeah. to show you that, um, and you were making us see that those are actually the works of his hands. Mm. They, actually, they are just meant to, you know, advertise, so to say. And um, they are the beginning. When, when we look at it, actually, like, we won't see that, even going back to the good, acceptable, and um, perfect will of God, we see that they are them that they actually do righteousness. In the, way, the, 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 the works of his hands, they actually do they actually do righteousness to a, to a degree. Mm. But they've not started doing it in a pleasurable way okay. to the Lord. Because those in the second heaven, they are ministers of him that do his pleasure. Mm. They're actually born. So like um, um, Mama was saying the other time to like eat, they, they've not, um, those in the um, courts, because there are people in the courts, those that do his works. Um, sorry, let me, um, this Psalm um, 103, sorry. Yeah, so um, 22, because you're asking about like the heavenly order, like how, how it pertains to uh, separation. Mm, right. uh, it says, uh, bless the Lord, that's Psalm 103, 22. Bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. But the, the um, A part here that says, Bless the Lord all his works in all places of his dominion. So there are, there are people that, the people in the, um, in the third, in the courts, in this court here, they are just them that they, are his, they, they, they do his works. And even in, um, I think Ephesians 2 was talking about those people that they are those that you know principality might powers and dominion mm. basically what they just do like these places they are actually they are actually them that actually do his works these th- th- those his works they are actually works of righteousness works of righteousness that people can't but they they've not they are not people that um like efficient to also say he was talking about it was category category uh, rising them and he said that some they actually uh they are names that are named there are people that, and looking at it, tying it down to what um, has been said, from the, the, the uh, place of the, the, the people in the court, so to say, basically, they are just them that do righteousness. They, they've, they've, they've mastered it in a way, but the key thing there that I'm saying is that they have not, they've not started doing it in a pleasurable way to the Lord, to God, rather. They've not started doing it in the pleasurable way. What it means that they've not started... Um, they are not his ministers, so to say. They are not what their, their works are not just acceptable to him. Okay. Yeah. So, but I don't know about yes. Let me just take that. Praise God. Okay. What is can we? What, what is the difference between minister and and what his works? Do you know? If ministers, you know, bless the Lord. You. Ministers of his that do his pleasure, then bless the word all his works in all places of his dominion. So, what is the difference between a minister and the ministers of God, of his, and his works? Okay, sir, just um, based on, I believe, last week Wednesday, I think you were explaining um, the place where he said that, are they not all ministering spirits sent for to minister unto them who shall be heirs of salvation? And you said something very key. I think you said that 
they are ministers to and then ministers for. But just to explain that ministers, um, you said that in that realm, because of man, he said that, bless the Lord, oh my soul, right? Like that was the last key that they said in that Psalm 103, I believe. And that because of that, we all see those realm of the heavenlies as angels, which are messengers mm. to us. But really from the realm of God, it's only those that are named, which are around him, that are spirits, which do his commandments, right? So... But ministers that do his pleasure are uh, based on what everybody, like from what um, Mama has been saying, is that thing that uh, like they bring their ministers, so they, they come to you by understanding and will to give you, because they come from the realm of the host, right? And is that place, where, that, was, that was also when you were explaining um, from Isaiah, when he says that, woe is me. And I am a man of unclean lips and live among men, and I am undone. Just paraphrasing, please. So the ministers are those that bring you the will to undo you, if I can say that. And, but the realm of, um, of works is that they train, if I can use that word, they, bring, they open you to a realm where you do righteousness until your righteousness is measurable to a point of acceptability. But that realm of accessibility is now where, before you get to that realm of accessibility, you would have been trained by ministers to make you do the will mm-hmm. of which will kill you to come to a place where you are acceptable, where your righteousness is acceptable. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, sure. Um, just to quickly answer the question, difference between ministers and works. Um, I think for ministers, you know, just like scripture says, um, I think in chapter 104, it said it makes his angels spirits uh-huh. and his ministers a flame. Was it 105? I'm not sure. And his ministers um, a flame of fire. So I would, I think the the ministers are um, heavenly beings mm. that God has made to um, to raise um, more like to 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 offer him okay. service. Okay. Um, I know it works to as servants of the Lord, um, but when it comes to um, you know, the mind of God and the things that pertains to his kingdom. Um, service really starts in the sanctuary. And um, Sam, I think Psalm 132 says, Blessed, um, O ye servants of the Lord, who serve by night in the house of the Lord. So I think ministers has to do with service, ministering as pertaining unto God, ministrations unto God. And ministers are also particular, not just, it says all his angels and ministering spirits, but these ministers are the born-in ones. So they they born with service. They born a certain way, a kind of, the born, they are offering in righteousness is a born-in kind of, um, um, I don't know, righteousness. Yeah, unlike the works. The works are, 
they are serving in a particular way, but um, they're like the the uh, the the gate into service, um, or or the they are just at the perimeters of the kingdom, and they can't really offer up worship service unto God. I think you have to enter into the the holy place, into the sanctuary, to to do that. Praise God. I don't I don't know if my explanation is going to be mm. accurate, but I'll just try, at least from my understanding. Um, I remember you said that ministers mm. or ministration is two part. So there's ministration two, four mm. and then there's ministration two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that scripture in Hebrews that says that are they not all ministering spirits who will minister for them? who will be um, heirs of salvation. Um, The way the caters are, the way the strata is in my understanding, I think the works might be referring to, and you have to correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know. Um, You know, the um, uh, principalities, mites, dominions, I think those are works, and I think my understanding is that you were saying that those are the spirits, the caters that will cause you to lose the grip of the earthly on the soul, but they have nothing to do with name. You inheriting the name, because name is the inheritance, and it is only the beings, starting in the second and the th- and the third, that have to do with names, and will cause you to inherit those natures of God. So, I, I my understanding is that ministers. While they minister to God, they also minister for those who will be inheritors of salvation and then works have their position in where um, those, you know, in terms of like the heavens of the earth, you know, I, I don't know if this is making sense. You know, the heavens of the earth, uh, the, the spirits that um, over men, it, the negative of it, I guess, is demonic things that are troubling us. So the opposite of it, in my understanding, is those first heavenly beings who will cause you to be separated. That's their job, is to separate you. And then my understanding is that sanctification has to do with ministers. And then I I remember you said something about um, um, makes his angel spirit. Then you were were saying something about, at one point you talked about Michael. You said um, that, that angels in that or Spirits in that realm are like God somehow. Like when they come, it's as basically God has come to you. And before those ones who come, we, oh, he, let's count down, shall But yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Amen. Amen. I just want to add something very little. Although in my mind is like it's playful, but um, but I feel like it might add to something to help us, is that I'm I'm just seeing work and ministers in two lights. Okay. Um, I'm seeing that the name work mm. of 
all his works mm. um, in that they have to be busy. Okay. And ministers in that they are doing something that counts. Um, so I'm seeing ministers as, you know, when the um, you know, when the, when, the book, when the Bible is talking about ministering, mm. I'm seeing it more as they are ministering life. Mm. So, um, for example, um, Apostle Paul says something like in Philippians chapter 2, um, where it says, who will naturally, naturally care for your state? So I'm seeing, are they not all ministering spirits as um, what they are doing is in... Now, angels are fixed, but I'm talking about men now. You know, what, what they are doing is, um, is natural, meaning whatever, the, whatever they are doing towards you, when say ministers, that they are ministering life to you. But I'm also seeing the realm of works as, um, as you have to be busy. Because if you're, if you're not busy, you would not minister life if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm seeing the two places as life and peace in that if you're not busy in terms of in the realms of works, you would naturally recall to death in that you would not be able to minister life. Mm-hmm. So when you see a minister, when you see someone who is separated and someone who is sanctified, is that it's a... A sanctified person, um, if they don't come for meeting for two months, for example, but when you meet them, they can minister. They can. They have. They've settled with their life. But someone who is separated, two weeks, <laughs> two weeks, something might start to happen, sir. <laughs> is that? Is that they've not settled with their life? So I'm seeing that ministering as naturally careful like is um is a natural thing is uh, is a natural state why that works all the works they have to be working <laughs> as i said it's almost like a joke in my head but i'm just seeing yes, how you're correct how, because you don't have stability, they don't have stability. In, their, in their ways so um what anchors to what anchors to God is, 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 is ways um, that anchors men to God. That, that unless, um, praise God, is, is ways, is actually ways of a man that makes peace with God. Right? It's, when the Bible says, for example, if a man's way pleases God, is his way raises pleasure to God and it says we'll, we'll make even his enemies to be at peace with him. That would, that making even his enemies to be at peace with him, that is a, it's an idiomatic expression. Like the Bible is almost like, like this, this man, he, he is, he, he's so, such a person has arrived at so much peace that even his enemies should be at peace with him. That's, it's, it's a kind of a phrase that Get on the central to make to, to make you show the state of a man's way pleasing God. You get what I'm saying. So it's very clear if his man's way pleases God, means God is that God will be at peace with him. That's just pretty much what he's trying to say. You see that. So that there is the so it's very clear that 
that separation is to stabilize the thoughts, not just the thought of the, of the outward mind, but the, the thought of the spiritual mind, while sanctification is to stabilize the, the ways of a man, to stabilize the, the ways of the heart, praise the Lord, or of a person, amen, amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> um, so, well, thank God for um, different lights. I just hope that um, the Lord is ministering through these things to, to you because there is a there's great blessing in all this. Uh, there's great blessing. There is, um, the, based on what you see, you bless by what as they are opening up your eyes, you know, to see through sight. You can take, you can receive blessing. Praise God. Um, the, the and the demarcation of this site are there. You know that the the sanctified to to see sanctification, it takes a higher sight. To it takes a a, a higher sight to see and understand sanctification than it takes to see and understand separation. A lot of things that we thought was sanctification is actually just separation. It's just separation. As long as it's still in terms of the changing the occupation of your mind and what you make you not minded, it's still just, it's still mostly a separation work. Right? To see sanctification. And one of the things is that when you're seeing the kingdom, um, um, praise God, uh, we'll, we'll just pray and close in a bit, but I just want to, maybe I should just, I should just share this. Um, in terms of what we are, what you are looking at, a lot of Christians, not Christians alone, but a lot of Christians who come around the word of righteousness, they, they only see the surface there is, the, there is a surface of the word of righteousness. And that surface is awesome. Like if someone can be around it, you will see the surface. And that surface can even make someone full. But you, don't, you won't gain actual what? <laughs> Access to the, the real benefit and the inheritance. Now, there's something about this Levitical, this word of righteousness, actually. And this one makes it slippery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not everybody who is, who, is, who is partaking of the word of righteousness who is, that is even in the school of separation. No, I'm not sanctification now. I'm not talking of separation. I'm it's not every. I'm not even saying that they. I'm not saying that now they are not fully separated. I just mean that even in the school, it's not everybody who is who has who is around the word of righteousness thought that is even in the school of separation. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because and it's very slippery because of the way they designed the the kingdom. There's the way God designed the kingdom, and and there's a reason um, for that. Like I said and. When you really understand the, the purpose of those his works in places of dominion, like God, like, like you use the word advertisement or something, that's the way it is. There's, a, there's an advertisement element 
of the word of righteousness or the meat of the word. What I mean is that it's not every part of the meat of the word that's behind the veil. Do you get what I'm saying? It's not every part of the meat of the world that is behind the veil. You need to, you understand it from John chapter 3. Jesus' talk with Nicodemus. Not Jesus was just teaching about knowing God, about the kingdom and all. They talk about earthly things and then, oh, praise God. Now, now why, was Jesus, why was Jesus speaking to Nicodemus? But he was t- talking about kingdom, but he was telling him, I've taught you about earthly things. Praise God. That was something curious that Jesus Christ, Jesus was saying. Praise God. Well, now, he told him that he said, except, first of all, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you see that? So it means that being born again is the criteria for seeing the kingdom. So that means that somebody who is born again after some time, because they are born again, they can begin to see the kingdom. Then Jesus separated seeing the kingdom from entering into the kingdom. Then he now said, to enter the kingdom, you need to be born of water and of what? The spirit. So I want you to try and picture the state of the soul who is born again, can see the kingdom, and has not entered the kingdom. Mean that that soul, that state exists in the Bible. There are a lot of people who are around the waters of the word of righteousness are in that state. But the deception of that state is that there's, because of the, the seeing it, there's a, it can give you a sense that, ah, we are in this thing. Or, but no, no, no. That, that thing called the being born of water and of the spirit is a bed, is a that's the actual point of entrance. Then you ask, what does that mean? What is that, what is that state? Like, why can somebody, it's not curious to you that somebody is born again, but, but if the person is seeing the kingdom, it means that that person is, is, is receiving the ministration of the word of righteousness. So it's not every it's not every instruction of word of righteousness that is done in the kingdom. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? That that instruction of word of righteousness for the seeing of the kingdom, it begins from after the new birth before entrance is given to the person. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, and you understand why. If, if you think about, not even heaven, if you think about the design of the tabernacle or, or the temple, the temple design. It's very clear. You see that what, that's why in the, the God put only two veils, only two veils, right? That he made sure that, God made sure that the court of the temple is not veiled. Instead, he put a gate. Why did they put a gate? It's a gate so that those outside can see. Do you, do you, are, you, are you seeing the difference? Yes, sir. When a gate is see-through. A, yes, a gate is almost like a barricade. It's a barrier, but you can see through a gate. It's different from a veil. A veil 
keeps things secret that it's not possible to see. Do you see that? So that, that will tell you something, number one. The sight of somebody who is born again, when they say they are seeing the kingdom, someone who is born again cannot see the entire kingdom. It's not possible. You cannot see. Someone who is just born again but has not entered the kingdom can never know, see anything that has the, to do with sanctification. That will now make you realize, okay, Adam, is this sanctification was really be hidden or That to, for them to guarantee that sight of sanctification, a lot must happen for a soul to begin to see the realms of sanctification, which is the hidden inward dealings of priests that happens within the sanctuary. Are you seeing that? But from, means from, from outside the kingdom, it's possible for a born-again soul to see through the gates and see into the Levitical world. I get what I'm saying. And see, so, so, and cite what those works of God are doing in Levitical, Levitical world. And the deception, there's a deception in that. There could be a deception in the soul feeling that they are, the soul is in the kingdom. When the soul is not in the kingdom, but the soul is only seen through the gates of the kingdom. I get what I'm saying. So it means that, that somebody who still has occupation, who is still taking earthly occupation, can still can be gazing because they are receiving the word of righteousness, but still holding their occupation, can be gazing through the gates of the kingdom and seeing the word, the things of the kingdom. The same way a soul can stay on the earth and see the stars. Right from where the, the star, are you get what I'm saying? You look through and see what? The stars, but you are still on the earth. The stars are, the, are, the, are like the works. Like the, what God decorated the outward, what? The outward heavens with. But, but it is visible from the earth. So a soul that is still planted in the earth, but though they are born again, can't be seen what you call stars. Like I, and I said stars is, is uh, the Bible used stars to represent, praise God, that first heaven. Ah, we have to be coming out of here very soon. Even like um, in, in, a, in Isaiah chapter 14, that when Lucifer was talking about what he, where he will ascend to, he was talking about the realms of heaven. He said, I will exalt myself above the stars of God. That's first heaven. And the next thing he said, I will, I will stand in the mountain of the congregation in the sides of the north. That mountain is the second heaven. Then I said, I will exalt myself above the height of the cloud. That is the third heaven. Praise the Lord. Then I said, I will be like what? The most high. So, so you're seeing that that, that realm of stars is a, is a realm that is visible from the earth. But the, every soul has to, you have to really, really check you have to really, really check that your engagement with the, the, with the meat of the world, as, as you, have you engaged with it to the point where it has taken your occupation from you? Occupation is, you're talking about your spiritual mind. What are the things? Is your spiritual mind still occupied with glories of the earth? 
Are you get what I'm saying? The reason for the stars is another glory. Right? So as one star differs from each other in glory, so is the resurrection from the dead. It means that the reason for stars are bearers of glory. They are, it's for to call you up to another glory. And the reason for seeing that the glory of heaven is to make the soul to change its word. It's, and that for changing your occupation is changing your meditation. Somebody can be seeing the kingdom, but their meditation still has not changed. They are wrestling with the glory which the kingdom is showing to them. Because thought, what makes a heart take thought is the glory of the thought. When the, when the thought that is glorious will appeal to you, you can really take it because of the allure of that glory. That's the appeal of earthly thought is the glory that the, what those thoughts are, are surrounded by. Praise God. So the Lord will help us um, to, um, to take these lessons and uh, to, to, prof, to profit by them. This is a, the time and the season of profiting. And, and God, is, God is so faithful. Imagine what all the Lord is doing to make sure that nobody is cheated. Uh, and, I, and I feel like nobody, um, some of us have been around these waters for some time now that you should be able to look back and say, wow, thank God that this has happened to me, this change. But you have to be intentional, praise God, about how you're, you're coming. And that's why they are spelling out these things to us to know that these are the, 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 the levels and degrees of engagement with the world and what that engagement is meant to produce in, inside of you. Amen. Amen. Um, Father, we thank you. We bless your name tonight. We thank you for just the simple... Um, time of fellowship we have had just receiving counsel from your mouth and everything you've said to us Lord we take nothing for granted Lord we don't in our heart downplay or diminish the importance of everything you have said tonight we know that you've spoken to us from your heart and we cherish that and, and you've not hidden your heart and your counsel from us Father we thank you for that and we give all the praise to your name help us open our understanding even more make us more fruitful and Lord, when it comes to the deep things of our heart, our attitude, Lord, towards not just you, but also towards your servants and those who you have, Lord, put in places of blessing, right? To, to you've made conduit through which um, we shall be blessed. Like even our daddy, Reverend Kayode Yogoke, who you have put in the forefront, Lord, we ask, Lord God, that you will help our hearts, O oh God, and to stay under you and to align properly and under uh, the shepherding ministry which you have extended to us. Thank you, our Father. Make every soul wise. Make every heart wise. May no, let no soul, Lord, fall under the standard of wisdom which you're, you're sharing so freely from your heart to us. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your holy name. We bless you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. between the cherubim shine forth you dwells between the cherubim shine forth you dwells between the cherubim shine forth you